Welcome to Complete Kids Online, friendly discussions about autism and other developmental disability. Learn how working together is working better. One conversation at a time. Hello, welcome to Complete Kids Online. I'm Gina. I'm Bob. And we're joined with Nicole. Hey. Hello, Nicole. Nicole. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Um, Nicole's had a little bit of a journey with Complete Kids. So tell us a little bit about how you started. So um, before working with Complete Kids, I was actually working in manufacturing. Uh, So I went from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Um, When I started... Go ahead. Pun, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Spectrum. <laughs> when I started, I started as an FDPA, which is the front desk person in Hickory. Um, I learned how to do all of the, the front desk stuff, submitted to insurance, all of that fun, fancy stuff was the face that everybody gets to see whenever they walk <laughs> in the door. <laughs> um And I found that I really enjoy doing referrals and just connecting with the parents firsthand because I am a parent myself. So my goal now as a referral coordinator is to talk to parents and um, just make them feel comfortable that they're making a good choice. But um, we've spoken to a lot of parents, you know, it's kind of a scary new world for them, um, getting a new diagnosis and coming in um, to a brand new clinic and everything. It can be scary. Yeah. Even like whenever the uh, parents, you know, their pediatricians talk to them about their child, um, you know, they go in just for a routine thing and, hey, I've noticed this about uh, Sally and I've noticed this, you know, do you have any ideas of what it could be? And the doctor tells them, well, you know, they are showing signs of this. Um, Some of the things they're doing um, kind of lean towards autism. Why don't you get that? And of course, any diagnosis for the most part, it can be a scary experience. But um, whenever I talk to the parents and everything, I try to um, put them at ease as much as I can, that it's not a bad thing. And at least they're getting answers so that they can help their child and help themselves as well. Um, So take us through like a parent, you know, a brand new parent is onboarding onto Complete Kids. Just what does that process look like? So um, initially... uh, I um, would need a referral from the pediatrician um, and it would have to be signed by the doctor and everything um, ordering a, um, a evaluation request. Like there is suspect of autism, please evaluate. Um, And then I would call the parent first, they'll get a text and then I'd call the parent and um, I would just kind of talk them through, the process of how we do things. Um, you know, I let them know first off that, you know, I ask them, has your child been diagnosed with autism? Or are you looking for, um, you know, the possibility of there being a diagnosis? And then, you know, if they have been diagnosed and it makes the spiel that I give a little bit more easy because then they kind of already know what I'm talking about. Where if they haven't been diagnosed, then I go into a little bit more detail and um, try to be as thorough as possible without being boring. (laughs) Um, 
So like uh, I would initially tell them the first thing that we need is uh, a psychological evaluation. And, you know, that's just where they get the diagnosis from. They'll get to uh, hang out with Dr. Wells or um, Alex and, you know, kind of get to talk to them a little bit about everything and go through with the evaluation. And at the end of it, they'll find out if their child is autistic or if they're not. And also if they are, what level they are. Um, and then the next step, if they are autistic, is to go in for um, what's called an ABA evaluation. And that is just where you have a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Let's talk about your child with the BCBA. Um, it's where um, you talk about where they are, where you want them to go, and come up with a plan on how to get them there as, as with some goals and stuff like that. And it's also where they'll get the prescription of hours for their child to, so that they know how many hours the child needs of therapy for it to be effective and efficient for them. So um, essentially, we don't schedule any less than 15 hours, um, but it could be up to 25 plus depending on the needs of the child. Also, when you come in for the psych eval or um, even the ABA evaluation, if you get to skip the psych eval, you might get one of these passport books. And all that is is just a booklet that tells you the different steps of um, kind of your journey here. You know, it gives you the rules of our program. Um, it also tells you... Um, I can get to the right place that you get to have a clinic tour, um, which is where you kind of get to see like the insides of the clinic and kind of where your child will be every day. Um, and then, of course, you know, to make it fun for the kiddos and everything like that, we do have these fancy stamps. Um, it's our symbol, which you can't really see on there, but um, it's our symbol. And I'll just put it on here so that you can see it. Um, so the kids can have it as kind of like a memorandum as, you know, OK, we went through this part and then can look at it and just be excited over it. Um, and it also lets you know that we can do um, parent training and all of that stuff as well. So and that stamp just lets you know that that task was completed. And you yes. And that's yes. a way to kind of tell how far along in the, the journey. journey. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So um, after you have your ABA evaluation and all of that stuff and um, you actually get your prescription of hours and everything, you know, I do my thing on my end by submitting all of that wonderful information to your insurance or your Medicaid. And then once I get the approval, then we'll come up with um, a therapy start date for you or for your child. And um, and then, of course, you know, you'll have a a talk with the probably the lead RBT and maybe even a BCBA or the practice manager. And they'll let you know kind of how um, they do things in their clinic. I know in Hickory at one point in time, it was, you can bring enough food uh, for like the week and we could store it in a locker, but now Hickory is ever growing and there's so many kiddos that are waiting to come aboard and um, you know, we're going to get a bigger space and everything that now we just kind of change the rules to just bring a snack every day, bring a cup of, you know, whatever drink they like every day and, and all of that. So. Yeah. When you were um, in Hickory, um, I'm sure you saw the kids coming in every day. Um, do you have any like stories of any kids that you saw like making progress over time? Oh, yes. So um, there was, a kiddo that when she came in, 
um, she, she wouldn't like acknowledge me at all. And I would always say, Hey, and their name, um, well, don't you, don't your outfit look cute today and like make some kind of like quirky remark, but, um, uh, always make them feel comfortable because that's how I would want to feel walking into, you know, an office essentially. And then I started in December of last year. And then I think maybe by March, she started like actually engaging with me. Now, she was nonverbal, but like if I walked out there because I had to clean the chairs or something, she would walk over and actually give me a hug. Or if I walked out onto the floor I used to make a joke because I was standing in the doorway and just kind of watch. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a creeper over here just watching you guys so that, you know, I could learn the kids and and, you know, kind of see the things that they like, kind of see, you know, how the clinic runs. Because for me, I had never worked with autistic kids before. Um, I mean, I've done childcare before and then, you know, the past eight years has been manufacturing for me. So. Um, just to see how different it is, but also how rewarding it is, has been wonderful for me as a person, um, especially since I thought my son was autistic at one point in time. And just because, you know, I could see some behaviors of some of the autistic children and also see some similar ones in my son as well. So it made me feel a little bit comfortable. Plus, you know, some of the... Um, some of the tasks that they do with the kids, like first we do this and then we do this, you know, that helped me as a parent as well, um, not having autistic children. So, um, and just seeing the interaction between all of the therapists together, if, you know, one child was, you know, in a behavior, how quickly everybody was to help each other. And, you know, seeing some of, um, some of the kiddos, uh, one of, you're not supposed to have favorites, but one of my favorite times is whenever one of the kiddos would come in and ask me for um, a, a coloring page to print off. There was actually two. Um, one would always ask for a Sonic coloring page, and then um, they would go through all the different Sonic characters, which I could relate because my son was obsessed with Sonic. So, like, that's something that I could engage with them with. And then the other child that would come in would ask for pictures of like different dinosaurs. So like he would say, Miss Cole, can you print out a picture of the Mosasaurus for me? And I say, sure, I can. So we'd find one and he'd pick one and then he'd go into like extensive detail about the Mosasaurus and just give me all of that knowledge about it. And for me, it was fascinating because, you know, here he is just this child that has a whole brain full of knowledge while, you know, I'm in my thirties and I'm like, how do you say that word again? <laughs> Learning from each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what do you, when you did the, um when you were at the front desk, obviously you get to see that and that's, it's a rewarding part of the job. So now doing what you're doing now, what, what does it for you? What's your reward? Um, having parents express how appreciative they are. Um, even if it, if, even if it's not just come out, I'm so thankful for you. Sometimes I can hear in their voice that, you know, they are 
thankful for the information. Um, I try to uh, make myself available uh, to answer any questions that they may have. And I always tell them whenever, you know, before we hang up, hey, if, you know, three days from now you have any questions, give me a call back. And if I don't have answers, then I will find somebody that can give you answers because I would like them to feel as comfortable as they can um, with our company and with kind of how we do things and also, you know, going into something that could be so much brand new for them. Um, you know, it's one of those things that um, as a parent myself, I wouldn't want to just walk in and somebody say, okay, here for psyche valve. Cool. All right. They're here. And then that's it. You know, I would like the engagement and the knowledge and, not being blindsided, so to speak, you know, having that comfort, yeah. like, okay, I know this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's no surprises. I always feel like it's like alphabet soup. Whenever a kid <laughs> starts, you got ABA, BCBA, PT, Yeah. And when I go, whenever I say those words, like those acronyms and stuff, I always let them know, like BCBA, that's a board certified behavioral analyst. Uh And they're kind of like the gurus of autism. Like they go to school specifically for it. And, you know, they learn how to be able to help the children and also help the BTs and RBTs help the children as well. So try to be pretty thorough without being boring. Right. <laughs> I don't think you could be boring. Nicole. No, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, so we always ask this question when we wrap, um, you know, as we have the um, theme going through our um, company is the the superheroes and, you know, part of the bio is what's your favorite um, or what would be your a superpower if you could pick any superpower. So we're going to ask you um, if you could pick any superpower out there, what superpower would you select? Um, I would pick invisibility um, just because, you know, I like to have fun and, and kind of giggle around and everything like that. So like just playing little tiny little pranks and stuff like that would make, me, <laughs> <laughs> make my day. But, or even, you know, saving somebody from something and not them not even knowing what happened, you know, just to give them something to believe in. <laughs> I like that. That's actually pretty awesome. I, you know, we've heard people give invisibility, but not that that way. <laughs> Pranks and helping people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> She's both the devil and the angel right? on the shoulders. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us, Nicole. We thank really appreciate it. Um, so if a parent um is you know interested, um, what's what's the first step they should do? You know, reaching out to you guys and like what to start this well, journey. They're more than welcome to look up the number to our closest clinic to um, call us. But the first step and, you know, in order for me to be able to contact you is just have your um, pediatrician or primary um, care physician, the doctor, send us a referral. Um, The number um, that uh, for the facts uh, is it's 888. I haven't memorized that, so. okay. <laughs> but um, it, it is on our website. Um, there is a number on there that they'll be able to get it. And plus most of the, at least in the, the Hickory, Gastonia, Lincolnton area, most of the pediatricians have our fax number to be able to fax it to us. So, Awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye.
To continue the conversation, visit the links to our website, Facebook page, Instagram, and the comments.